0: Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of When the Cleats Come Off. Welcome to fall. We are here. Whether we like it or not, it's getting chillier in some areas, especially here in the Midwest where I am recording this currently. It is sweater weather. It is chilly weather. It is apples, pumpkins, all of it. So I hope you're enjoying the first days of fall. And today you guys get a special guest that you're going to listen to on the pod. Normally, this would be a solo episode, which we can call it that. Um, But earlier this year, I met with my friend Liv. Liv is one of the athletes that I work with. I got to know Liv through her dad. You may have heard of him. His name's Dan Bateman. And he used to be the host with Tyler uh, of the Going Yard podcast. Now, you may have heard of it before since you're into podcasting, but they used to do two episodes a week. One being a softball episode, one being a baseball episode. And even though they don't record currently, um, some of their episodes are some of the best. And I actually prepped for a lot of guests that I worked with um, on this podcast by listening to their podcast called Going Yard. It's such a good podcast. I can't recommend it enough. But back to Liv. She's currently playing softball and she sent me her swing earlier this year and we actually just had a deep dive conversation about it. And it was such a good conversation simply because she just had such great questions that I decided, you know, I'm going to click record and maybe one day this will be a podcast episode. So here we are. Um, So my good friend Liv Vateman is going to be on today. She's going to talk about her swing And she asked me great questions about her posture. She said, am I getting too low in my stance? And we addressed those things. Uh, She talks about her hand placement, um, where her hand should be, what her grip should be like. And I'm telling you, she had some of the most insightful questions. I meant to say this earlier, but congrats to Liv if you're listening. Um, She hit a home run this past weekend. I was asking her dad if it was cool if I shared this conversation on the podcast and he said, of course, and he goes, Hey, you'll never guess what just happened. Liv just hit a home run. And I was like, yes, I love this, but you guys are going to love Liv. Um, she does such a great job of just knowing herself and asking insightful questions. So here we talk about drills to help her with her sequencing. Um, I'm a big believer of your hips got to fire before the hands go. Um, so we talk about some drills to help her there. And we talk about this concept of having a strong and stiff back leg. Um, We haven't talked about this much on the podcast, but I thoroughly enjoyed giving her a deep dive on what that means and how she can work on it. Also, we talk about good cues to help her know herself a little bit better as a hitter. And I highly recommend, so this is a conversation where her and I could see each other. Um, Occasionally you'll notice like I stand up or she stands up and we kind of show ourselves things and which is why I am uploading that entire conversation to YouTube. So if you're like confused, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I really want to know what they're doing, what they're physically doing um, on the video, I'm going to put in the show notes, the YouTube recording of this whole thing. Uh, So you can go there and get an idea of the things that we were working on. Um, By the way, if you haven't checked out my YouTube channel yet, I have tons of drills on there and we refer to drills a lot here. So my YouTube channel is Simple Ashley Burkhart Training. And if you subscribe to that, you'll be able to be the first to see when we have new episodes up. Also, I share a ton of drills on there and I'm constantly uploading some. So head over there if you are interested in more drill work. As you guys know, I'm a hitting coach. I love talking about hitting and the swing, and I'm just excited for you to see what you're gonna get out of this conversation with Liv. All right, let's head over to the conversation. Liv, lead me through what we've talked about so far. So we have talked about how
1: I need to decrease like going down like so much like a foot lower and just get to like where you were on that like deadlift level like get there. So that I can get my hip all the way through. And so there's more power on it. Yeah, uh, we talked about. To work. Yes. Yeah. We talked about like the split grip. How, you know, we talked about like. how it, gets it like further sometimes. And um, also the weight on your back leg too. Mm-hmm. Can help yeah. you drive it more
0: further. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to write down the things we talked about you feel free to write down things, more things based on what you just mentioned. So yes, when it comes down to your hips and what they're capable of, they can't do their thing without having space to move. Okay. So what that means is if we're in a full squat and we try to turn, you're still going to be in a hinge position at contact. Yeah, definitely don't want that to happen. Right. We want our hip to be in an extended position where my head, which you can't see right now is over my back knee and I'm strong. That's a strong contact position to be at At contact. This is fully extended right now. If you're in a squat, you see how I'm still bent. My hips are able to explode and my back glute isn't able to squeeze either. Okay. So glue. It's got to be strong at contact. For yes. Sure. Okay. So that was the first thing. Second thing I kind of mentioned also head over back knee. Yeah. If you look at anybody throwing a ball before uh-huh. to throw their heads over their back knee, not anybody, but like, you know, the, the big dogs Same yes. thing with, you know, great hitters. You'll notice that at contact, they're in that stack position, head over back knee, and their weight's in the very center of our body. That's where you got to be. Okay. Same thing with like pitchers. If you see an elite pitcher as she's releasing, her head's over her back knee. So there's, yeah. a lot, there's a lot to learn there from being grounded. Not like grounded, like we're in trouble grounded, but using the floor as much as possible. Okay. Now, I know we dabbled into split grip. This is why we need to have more conversations because there's so many things we could talk about from our, to our core to our hands. Like, I don't want to feel like we're rushing through this conversation, but I do want to definitely hit the big dogs. And that split grip, totally fine if you do a split grip. Okay. The only thing that I'm going to recommend with a split grip is that you still realize that everything's in the wrists. Okay. I am a firm believer of a fast barrel is a whippy barrel and a whippy mm-hmm. barrel does not come from having strong flat wrists yeah. that are in a split grip, but like wrists that are able to snap themselves, snap the barrel through the zone. Okay. Like a so man. go ahead. Go ahead. Um, so
1: my coach, like some of the balls I hit go to the left and he says, because I roll my hands, So I need to like fix something with my hands
0: to like, If I'm doing the split grip, So a rollover can mean a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It could mean that your hips and your hands are going at the same time. And so your extension position, which again, another topic, but our, our hands, instead of extending up the middle towards the pitcher, they're kind of like going around the ball and extending this way. Mm
1: -hmm. So
0: that a lot of times, if you connect your hands to your hips and, as your hands are going and your hips are going, your hands are kind of getting away and you're almost like making contact at extension and then pulling off. That's okay. a lot of times what happens. I don't, do you feel like that's what happens with you at extension? Or do you, th- Um. go ahead.
1: It's just like right after I hit the ball, I can see my hands going like this, like mm-hmm. just rolling over.
0: Okay. You're 13. Just don't forget that. At 13, I had like barely any muscle strength in my hands and my wrists and my forearms. Okay. So when that's the case, sometimes like hitting the ball, the first thing our arms are going to do is just like want to give up and like get out. Right. Which might be what's going on. Like you just need to really focus on, on forearm strength because ideally the stronger you are like at contact, the harder that ball will come off your back and go the further it will go. Without even having to do anything except just be at the right place at the right time.
1: Okay. Um, so, so, you,
0: so you said like do the full extension thingy at the end. Yeah. So, what you're doing right now is you're going extension and your thumbs coming up. I just want to like address that because that might be what your habit is doing. Like you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, there's a lot of different things that you could do. I would say start on your knee, like we talked about, start okay. on your knee. I also have some drills, um, like on my YouTube channel, it's just my name, Ashley Burkhart training. Okay. There are some where I do stuff off my knee. So you'll kind of see where to be in your positioning heads over your back knee, obviously start with a T have your hips facing the T don't have them facing closed. Don't have them facing completely open hips, okay. facing the T and then your front foot's just going to be like up your front knee will be up. And then open your toes to kind of towards the second basement. So your hips are able to kind of have that room to work. And then I really live like, if this is the only thing you take away from today, I want this to be it. Okay. Your swing starts in your hips. Okay. Okay. Like, yes, technically it starts with your feet, but in reality it starts with that hip, the back hip. Because if you start there... Especially on your back knee. I'm going to pretend like my chair is like my swivel right now. You start on your back knee and your hip goes first. Your hands are attached to your back elbow or your back shoulder. And it's so much easier to get to a powerful extension from here. But if you go hands and then hips, see you later. I'm pulling it. I'm rolling over all day. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. So our hips got to fire first. So I'm going to recommend you start on your back knee. You set up the T, you know, honestly, the higher, the better, like I would set it up like maybe chest height. Okay. And really work to keep your hands above the ball. And that, okay. and think about like, it's almost like you're, you're skipping a rock with your back, you know, like have you ever skipped a rock before? Yes. Yeah. When you skip the rock, how much of of it is about the wrist?
1: A lot of it.
0: So much of it. You have to be able to like snap it and snap it out in front, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're doing with our bat. Yeah. And I know this is like wild and crazy, but it's true. Think about think about the best hit you've you've had recently. Okay. Did it feel like your arms really did anything? Um. I mean. Did your arms feel loose?
1: Yeah, it felt like I didn't really feel anything when I hit it because it was just like really, it was just a really good hit and it felt good.
0: (laughs) It just felt good. Okay. I will tell you the home runs that I think about when people ask me what my favorite, like my best hits, it's like my, I was felt like I was holding a feather. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I barely did anything and there goes the ball. And you're just like, how? Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. less is more a lot of times with hitting, you know?
1: Yes, that's what my coach tells me.
0: Yeah. Like your wrists and your hands should feel loose and they snap, right? Just like the skipping of the rock, snap it across your chest. We don't skip a rock and like take our hands down. We don't skip a rock and take our hands up. No, we skip the rock in the direction that we want it to go. And as hitters up the middle is the best place to put the ball. Yes, it's the best place to put our power. Mm
1: -hmm. Now,
0: of course, sometimes we're going to get it sooner and and hit it to, for you, it'd be left center. Sometimes we'll get a little bit deeper and we'll drive it to right center. But all in all, your hips and your power are going back to the pitcher as fast as possible. And with that, your wrists have to work that direction as well. Okay. Okay. So when you're on your back knee, I recommend doing an exaggerated split grip. Okay, you can still like move around your wrist in an exaggerated split grip. Don't feel like when you're in a split grip, you have to be super tight and strangle the back. Okay. You've broken the feather, right? Yeah. yeah. You want to be loose with this grip and feel that we're really like again, where does our swing come from? Our hips. Our hips. Everything starts with the hips. So you want to make sure your hips are going first. And okay. then your hands get to snap up the middle. Okay. And it almost looks like I'm punching you right now, doesn't it? Yes. Think about it. My top hand, I'm left-handed by the way. My left hand, so my top hand, my palm is facing the sky. My bottom hand facing the ground. I know these are things you've probably been taught. But ideally, what we don't get taught that often is that fast and whippiness of our wrists to get it there.
1: Okay. Okay. So just like Make it all
0: snap. Yeah, literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want to trademark the, the words loose and whippy. Yes. Okay. I do. I really want to trademark that because that's what our hands and our barrel should feel like. Okay. Loose and whippy. Mm-hmm. They can't be loose and whippy without our hips being fast.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because if we just, this is one of my favorite analogies. I don't know if you're into boxing at all. I'm not really, but I love this analogy is if you're going to jab here,
1: is that going to
0: hurt as much as the right hook? No. Why? Because
1: you're not doing like as powerful and back as you would with like just this.
0: Yeah. It's like this one, there's not Mm -hmm. much space to work, but the right hook, it's almost like you get to pull back. And, like, pull a rubber band and also snap it and fire it. You get the coil, right? Mm -hmm. So when we're thinking about our hands going, it's kind of the same thing. Like, get your hands to a position where you're, like, pulling back that right hook. And then you get to snap it through the zone quick intermission from this interview with Liv. Uh, If you haven't noticed, fall is here, which means winter is even closer. And we just added a few warm things to our empowerment gear, which is the gear that we have for the podcast and Ashley Burkhardt training. Not joking. As soon as I'm done recording this, I'm going to head there and purchase for myself a crew neck. Um, which we've never had before. And this was Haley Cole, shout out to Haley Cole. She used to work for us. Um, She was like, Ashley, you need a crew neck. So we actually have a when the cleats come off logo times the ABT swing logo on the front of the crew neck, which is perfect for this cozy season we are headed into. So I'm gonna get myself an extra large and cozy up this winter. If you are interested in adding some softball or when the cleats come off gear to your wardrobe, go ahead and head to www.ashleybtraining.com. Click on the tab and empowerment gear. And when you check out, make sure to put in the the very end when you check out, type in podcast 10, that's one zero, P-O-D-C-A-S-T one zero at checkout, and you'll get 10% off your order. And if you want to go back in later and get more, you can still use that code. I just want to thank you so much for being incredible listeners of the show. And I'm excited to give you this gear so you can, you know, rock something that you enjoy. All right, let's head back to this episode with Liv.
1: So I, in my swings, in some of the practice ones I did, um, I did kind of like go like this and then explode. Is that good to do too? I'm going to need more context. What does that mean? So, like, um, so here, I'll going to stand. Do it. Show me your stance. (laughs) Okay, so I go like this, and then I go back, and then I just explode.
0: Yeah. So that's the thing that we were talking about with how sometimes we get really low. Yeah. Going back, like, you need a load, for sure. Like, Mm -hmm. a load is great, but we have to make sure that we're loading like directly back and not like turning into our load. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. So I used,
0: yeah, go ahead. I used to go like this
1: and go down and then go like that, but I'm getting better at going just back.
0: Yeah. So right now, Liv, go ahead and balance on your right back foot. Like bring your left knee up and balance on your right foot. Good. That is ideal. You feel that stiff and strong back leg right now? Yes, I do. That's where I want you to be. So now put your right or left foot down and then to just get to that position without like bringing your knee up this. that right there. What does that feel like?
1: I feel more like loose and I also feel powerful too. Cause you have more
0: like up and going, you know? Yeah. Like you said, you feel more power. That's because your right glute right now is, that's where most of your energy is. Because your, yeah, I do feel that. Yeah, your right glute right here. That's where most of your energy is. That is part of your hips. So you have loaded your hips. Okay. Those right there, it's loaded, it's ready for you. So when you do commit to the pitch, it's like you get to squeeze it and fire them and then let Mm -hmm. the hands just kind of stick around for the party. Okay. Mm -hmm. Your hips start the party. Yes. And send it.
1: Yeah. And also when I did like the swing in this position, my hips did go all the way through. Finally.
0: <laughs> Look at them. Wow. Wow. I'm glad I'm recording this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that
1: actually does feel better.
0: Good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the things that you just mentioned about that position. So stiff and strong back leg. You now Mm -hmm. know what that feels like. Yes. So your hips are at a hinged position. Mm -hmm. So hips hinged. Yep. You've loaded your power where? In my right back hip. Good. Even more specifically, your glute or your butt cheek. I'm cool with it. Like whatever sticks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So you're locked and low. That's, I just call that locked and loaded. Like you are just waiting for that perfect pitch. So you can then just take all of your energy into it. Yeah. Right. Yes. So the idea is when we have that stiff and strong back leg, we don't want to rush to get there. We don't want to be like, I'm here and now I'm not. No, we almost want to like stick it and hold it almost like we're sitting at a stoplight. Yeah. And then, like, when we do get to go, it's like, like, you're a race car headed for the tracks, you know? Okay. Yeah. So, we got to make sure that, like, that position, we we go slowly into it, like, nice and easy and then go. Okay. okay so, I'm totally going to shout out my sibling, Christina Burkhart. Yes, I watch her. Okay. I love it. I love Good. it. So... One thing that I'm obsessed with watching with her right now is how still and steady her head is on her load. Yes. She doesn't do like some big exaggerated load, which some people can do that and they control it. But I think right now where you should spend some time is like figure out how to control just like a soft, like you're loaded and then you get to like fire in an instant without doing anything crazy or getting really low or anything like that.
1: Okay, like
0: Stiff and strong back leg slow and steady hands and then they all get to fire so yeah i know you love watching my sister now you can like watch specifically what does her back hip do you know Uh, yeah you know yeah it's like you can watch softball but now you can like watch it to like a more extreme way in a fun way oh
1: it's great
0: (laughs) yes she's actually playing right now she's playing at elon tonight Elon. I should watch it. I know. It's on Flow Softball. Do you have Flow Softball? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have Flow Softball. um, So I'm like (laughs) watching the stats. Like, that's all I'm looking at.
1: (laughs) I mean, the games usually go on YouTube after like, they go right after the game on YouTube. So I usually just watch it on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what. Cool. that's yeah. So like what channel are they on YouTube? I don't know what channel because we I use the TV and I just like say the solo games and then they just pop up. I don't really oh. look at the channel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I know I, mean, I, I watch a lot of the games on like ESPN Plus. Like those are on like the app on my TV. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. I have to look into YouTube some more. Yeah. It's
1: it they're just all the games that I haven't seen. And I miss, I just go onto YouTube and get those watched so I
0: can watch all of them. Nice. Nice. I need you to like figure out what hitter relates to you the most. Like probably a righty, probably somebody who's taller, like find, and I'm not saying you want to swing like them, but I do want you to see some elements that like work for them. And then maybe just like say, oh yeah, like she's not like getting that low. Some people like, the yeah. best thing. it's like, you can be low. Like for me, I was super wide, but my hips were back, you know? And like, I was yeah. really low here, but I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm also not saying like, stand straight up. Cause now my glutes aren't loaded, get to a position where you're hinged and you're strong in your back leg. Like I said, I was so wide that I didn't really have a step. I just had my front heel up and then I dropped my front heel down. You have a little bit of step. So I'd recommend You know, start with that stiff, strong back leg, and then you can shift your weight to the middle of your body and kind of work from there. But you cannot use your hips and the ground unless you're in center, in the center of your body. You're hanging out too far on your back leg. You're just using your back leg. No, no, no. We got to get the ground working. So we have to get both heels down to work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Got it. There's so many things we covered today. It's like, (laughs) oh, That's another thing. Let me share the screen one more time. So you just hit this ball. Where's most of your weight right now? In my back. Like. Yeah. Like you're like, you put your weight backwards, but wait, does that mean we use the, the the whole ground to get there? Wait, can you say that again? Yeah. So that was kind of confusing how I said that. We want to be centered. We want to have our weight, both of our heels down when we go and attack. Okay. So like right now. Your heel, your front heels down. Great. You're in the center of your body. Great. But the thing is, when I see some of these other ones, it looks like sometimes we're like headed backwards.
1: Yeah. So like consistency.
0: Yeah. Consistent. Like that, one, that one was so good. Like your weight was right in the middle of your body. So yeah. Down your head's in the center and it stays in the center the whole time. Yes. And, and then the ball goes flying literally because your head stayed still in the middle of your body. And yes, it did. Absolutely. But then we have some where like we arch our back and we're like hanging out in our back leg a little bit more.
1: Yeah. Right. So
0: I think what you want to be is just more consistent.
1: Okay. So how should I finish? Like finish when I'm finished my swing, what should I look like? I don't care what your finish looks like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's the thing is like, as long as you're, and we've talked about like getting through and extended. Some people Mm -hmm. like they, when they have stronger upper bodies, they get through and they kind of extend like upwards. I kind of do that naturally now, but I think I want you to focus on just like get through it, get through full extension, palm up, palm down. And then after you get here, do whatever you want. Okay. Cause that part doesn't matter because the ball hits the back here, right? When you're at bent, and then you're punching through it. Well, the ball's long gone. I don't care what you do after that. But I do need you to punch through it before we come off. Ideally, like you're through it, then you can do whatever. Like, you know, my logo is like that big, long swing. Uh I don't come off the ball until after. Well, for the most part, nobody's perfect. But I try not to come off the ball, off that plane until I'm here. And then I just kind of (laughs) dab. That's like, that's like, right? Yeah. But the thing that you mentioned earlier is that like, sometimes you get here and then you come off right away. Yeah. Punch through it. Okay. Right. So it's probably not. So the idea is start on your knee, work on punching through it, punch through it, punch through it. Then like lower the T start working on low pitches, punch through it. Like I said, long arms. We love the low pitch. and I hope you learn to love the low pitch, please. Long arms.
1: Okay. So also with the low pitches, I like tend to drop my hands as well. Yeah. To-
0: so this is why we're going to start on our knee. Okay. So work on the high pitches, then work on the middle and then work on the low and just focus. Cause the thing is when you're on your knee, do you get to go backwards or come up or come down? No, you're just on your knee. You have to figure out how to punch through it from that position. And then you go to the low pitch. Boom. Okay. Obviously your hands On a high pitch, you're going to be up here. If they're up here on the low pitch, you're not going to hit it. So you do want them to go down a little bit. But Mm -hmm. the idea is we want the barrel to drop and find the ball.
1: Not your hands. So, like
0: Exactly. So my whole idea on this is, like, on the high pitch, you're probably going to be at contact right about here. Hands above the barrel, nice and strong. Now I'm going to stand up now, now middle pitch. I'm probably going to be a little bit steeper on that angle and then low pitch. My hands are still going to be up, but I'm going to take that barrel down. Okay. Down like let the barrel get to the ball and then punch through it from there. Okay. So I like the cue of, you know, low pitches. Just trust your barrel.
1: Yeah.
0: Cause ideally you're still skipping a rock on the low pitch, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to think that you have to get the low pitch at this angle. Then like, yeah, your hands are going to be down below your hips. You never want that. You want your hands to stay close to your body and then let the barrel kind of go find that ball. Okay. That make sense?
1: Yes, it does.
0: Right. So get really good on your back knee. Like I'm going to tell you right now, if I don't see you for another month, two months, three months, I want you to like solely find time on your knee and just work on using your hips first, of course. And okay.
1: Okay. So do I, when I'm on my knee, do I like put my other leg out
0: or just like, um, for a prime example, cause I can't exactly show you here, go to yeah. my YouTube channel and look at a knee down drill that I've done. So basically you're going to be on your back knee. So your right knee will be down. Mm-hmm. Your left Your left foot will be fate like on the ground, which means your left knee will be up. I told you, you are going to love live. I just love how she knows herself so well. And she didn't hesitate on these questions. I know there's a lot of editing that goes on in podcasting, but like she was ready for the next question. Like she was ready to ask and make the most of the time we had together. So she is so good at at getting to know herself. And I just want you to know this as a hitting coach is it's our job and my job specifically to help athletes figure out who they are and feel what it's like to have a strong and powerful swing and try things, um, trial and error, try things that might work for you to help become a stronger hitter or a more powerful hitter. So when I give her those insights, she knows, and I know, and I want you to know, that that comes with a grain of salt. I'm going to share with her drills that might work for her and If they don't work for her, she knows that she can come back to me and say, that's not working really well. And then I can go to the drawing board and be like, okay, let's try this instead. So that's the type of relationship that I have with my hitters. And I just wanted you to know that because when I'm prescribing some of these drills, they're not going to work for everyone. And that's the beauty of hitting. This is why I'll be a hitting coach forever. My kids teach me a lot, but I am an adamant on that knee down drill, (laughs) like the one I was mentioning. And Like I said earlier, you can find that one on YouTube. It's a huge one that I use with my hitters often. A little takeaway from this conversation as well. I don't know if you heard it, but we talked about less is more. Now, when it comes to hitting, of course, when we train, like we want to train hard. We want to focus on our feel. We want to focus on what things feel like and try new things and experiment, blah, blah, blah. But when we play, and I told her this off the cuff, when we play, It's not our job to think about our hands, think about our legs, think about all these things. Because if we think about all those things and we have 45 thoughts in our brain, we actually forget about the most important thing in the game, which is the ball. Okay, so when less is more... When we talk about that, like obviously we want to do less with our arms so that they can be looser. That's kind of what we were f- referring to there. But what I what I want to mention about less is more when it comes to hitting in games, it is not time to think about mechanics. It is you have prepared with your coaches. You've prepared at home in your backyard or your garage or wherever. You've done the lessons. You've prepared there. Now it's time to just let loose and go. So I want to just definitely mention that because we do get strategic in this conversation. These are not conversations we're going to have on game day. Game day is see ball, hit ball. So that's a Keep it simple. Less is more. Like I, w- I wanted to dive in there. And then the last thing that I took away from her is she watches collegiate softball all the time. She literally just types into YouTube like collegiate softball or teams and she watches them. And what I think is amazing about that is that she's just not watching for entertainment anymore. Maybe she didn't when she was little, but she knows she can learn a ton from the big dogs, the big dogs that are getting it done in games. So I highly encourage if you don't intentionally watch games, you know, watch the player that plays your position or watch the hitter that reminds you of you. Watch how they, between pitches, what are they doing in their routine? What are they looking for? When are they aggressive? Um, What do they do with two strikes? Like these are all things we can take notes on. And I'm glad Liv mentioned that she watches, Um, ironically my sister, but players that she can learn from. Amazing. So if you want to go check out some of those um, drills or this conversation on my YouTube channel, you can head over there. It's The link is in my bio, or you can head to Ashley Burkhart Training on YouTube. I'm getting ready to post a lot more stuff on there, so make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And lastly, as always, don't forget to stay awkward, stay humble, and keep smiling. All right, guys, I'll see you next week.